0: All
1: right. The Bobby Bones post show pre-show.
0: I mentioned before we started this I was gonna talk about Harry Styles, and Amy goes, Is that the Harry Styles Olivia Wilde story?
1: Yeah, because I can't believe it. Why? I, well, first of all, she was recently married engaged. to Ted Lasso. Engaged. Or engaged. Do they have a kid together or is that somebody else? No,
0: no, kid. Kid or kids.
1: Yeah, so I didn't even know that they had broken up until I started Googling about Ted Lasso, and then, what's the guy's real name?
0: Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> Jason
1: Sudeikis. And then that's when I learned, so I only learned recently that Jason and Olivia split, so that's probably why it's extra shocking to me that now she's with Harry Styles, and she's 36 and he's 26.
0: And good for him. Yeah. That's what yeah. I say. Mm-hmm. But um But the thing, too, is they're doing a movie together.
1: Oh, well, this is but, probably for press.
0: You know, I think that was the initial thought, but a lot of people are saying they're really together. mm So they went public with their relationship this weekend. They went to a wedding together. There's pictures of them holding hands. Uh, Harry wasn't just a guest. He actually officiated the wedding, which had only 16 guests at the wedding because of COVID rules. They split in November, Olivia and Jason Sudeikis, after a seven-year engagement. They have two kids together. There are pictures of them holding hands in masks. In a 2012 interview... When he was only 18, Harry indicated he's open to dating older women.
1: Mm.
0: It's fine. 36, 26 is fine. Yeah, it's fine. If it had been the other way around, it wouldn't even be a story. (laughs) Oh, for sure. So let's stop making it a story. It's a story because they're famous, too.
1: Yeah, it's also, yeah, to me, the reaction was more so that I, I thought she was still with Jason.
0: I'll say it. I love Harry Styles. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he's good. His music's great. Yeah. And if he wasn't in One Direction, his music would be massive. Some of his rock stuff would be on rock stations, mm-hmm. but because he was in One Direction, and he's a pop star, they're like, mm, can't do that.
1: But you can look at Justin Timberlake.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Harry Styles. I'm gonna say it. I'm proud of it.
1: <laughs> uh, you know what? I like Justin Bieber's music too. So good. He's so good. I
0: hey, adult Justin Bieber's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I really love who he's become. <laughs> I love following him. I think he's inspirational. I think he's been through a lot. Like, he had to grow up fast, and, of course, we watched him through some rocky moments that a lot of people have. His were just public.
0: And I think, too, I've been affected by the fact that Caitlin went to church with him and said he was the nicest guy. Yeah. And then when someone tells me somebody's actually really cool and nice in person, and I'm on the board, like, should I like them? Should I not? Should I like their yeah. music? It, it, that affected me, too, because his music's great. That. Run into the altar like a yes, track star. star. That holy, great song. Mm, so His good. new one, Anyone, is really good. He just, he nails it. Those two, Bieber and Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> I almost don't want to say it, but I think I stand them. <laughs> That's what the kids say, Eddie. Stand what? Them? Yeah, when you stand someone. S-
1: oh, That yeah. means you, like, you them?
0: like them. It means you're upset. That's like oh, you're. Uh, like yeah. a stan. Yeah. Okay. yeah, like a stan, which is
1: derived from Eminem's
0: song, Stan, right. from back in the day. Gotcha. Does all that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't say that. You You just did, but I do when I I do when I'm talking about (laughs) people I shouldn't think is great according to other people my age, but I do stand them both. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see what else. I posted on Twitter, "What's the best cheap candy?" And then I said, "For example, I love the Tootsie Roll Pops." And you get a whole bag of them for like $3.
1: Or if you're at the gas station, you can get one for a quarter. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I said, what's the best cheap candy? I said, retweet it, and we'll see who gets the most likes, and that'll be the winner. They don't want a prize, but it'll just be a little fun game. Before I read these out, what would you pick?
1: Well, I guess I'm making sure I know what's cheap, but peanut M&M's?
0: Not cheap candy. No. Isn't it cheap no, enough? No, no, high maybe for, that's high end. Maybe yeah. for you.
1: Okay, so you mean, Hey, Mama right.
0: Warbucks. I
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, maybe even like the small size. Okay, then I know. It's a dum-dum.
0: That's a good one. Dum-dums are- make the list from our listeners. At number five, dum-dums. That's really good. Oh. Eddie? Uh, I'm going to go with the Red Hots. That's love a s- love a Atomic
2: Fireball. Does that count? As a sure, red hot? sure. Anything cinnamon like that. Because Atomic Fireball, those are dirt cheap or whatever. Big. And the Red Hots is 99 cents a box right now. So,
0: come on. The Atomic Fireball, just to get through. The problem is I start trying to bite, them, bite yeah, into them early. Don't do that.
2: I know. But I love an
0: Atomic <laughs> Fireball. They came in at number seven on this list.
3: Lunchbox? Well, I'm debating between the old peppermint candy because they're really cheap. But then there's also the gold ones. But I don't even know what they're called. Gold ones?
1: The, the, oh, the butterscotch. Butterscotch. Yeah. That's
3: what it's called. Were there's original? No. No, no. Butterscotch, butterscotch. butterscotch. come oh. in individual. So I'll go with the peppermint candy. Okay, that did not make the list. Well, that, people are idiots. Double bubble came in at number
0: 10. Nice, the gum. Solid cheap gum. It fades pretty quick. Like
1: in two seconds. And that
0: powder, the powder's pretty cool. Uh. <laughs> <up. It's> like... <laughs> the powder gum. The Chico stick, which I don't, eat, I never had a Chico stick me it, To me, it looked like a vegetable or a potato.
1: I don't know what that is. I don't is. know. I
0: don't have to Google that. Isn't it like a brown candy? That's on a stick. I don't know. Is on a Chico stick? Uh, peanut butter bars, disgusting. I don't know what that is that is. even cheap though? Peanut butter peanut bar. Don't know.
3: Bar that's an
2: eight. Chico sticks. It looks disgusting. Right. That's what
0: I'm saying. I would see them at the store and I'd be like, "Who would buy this?"
2: Yeah. It's like oh, the candy. peanut butter bars are gross. They're
0: the white and ugh, they're terrible. Atomic Fireball at Seven. Tooth- these are from our listeners. Tootsie rolls at six. Yeah. Tootsie solid. rolls are solid. Solid. It's not gold. your first pick because they're small and. But
1: I'd rather have you the tootsie pop, where you get a little bit of a sucker. Probably more expensive though.
0: Dum dums at five, duo suckers you would get at sports event where you got three for twenty five cents. I don't know what that, that is. is. I don't, I don't know either. What that is. Smarties.
4: Uh-huh. Oh, so at three. good.
0: Those are good. But that's just like plain sugar. It's like you know, know what just, I mean. <laughs> they just welded, you know, some sugar. <laughs>
2: they just compressed sugar and put it in your mouth. Strawberry hard candy. Those things in those little packs. Oh I love yeah. Soft
1: on the inside. Disgusting. They look like a strawberry on the outside.
2: They're good. good. They, they even have little seeds in them like strawberries. So
0: yeah. good. And then number one, Tootsie Pops. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, finally, oh, I see the, the um, those suckers are talking about, you get at, like high school football games. Those are good. What's it called? Those duo suckers. And they have the different colors on them. It's like powder.
1: Oh, powdered. Like, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 now yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what those are. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They have them at, like like, uh, yeah, ball fields, baseball fields. Football yeah. Whoever game.
0: said that, that's a good one. I never would have thought about that one. Experts warn against traveling to Mars anytime soon. Oh, okay. So I'm going to have to cancel your plans. (laughs) Okay, yeah, like we were going. While plenty of companies and billionaires are trying to figure out how to pull off a manned mission to Mars, some scientists warn that anyone on such a mission could be headed for a dangerous situation. Researchers believe that exposure to all that radiation floating around will mess up the brain, causing learning and memory problems, severe anxiety. Over time, your body breaks down. They say we're not meant to travel to a planet like Mars. Sounds like Earth. Well, I would say too, I don't think we're meant to travel in a uh, hyperspeed airplane. But I think our bodies have. That Mars show on Netflix, was it called? Away. Away. Uh, it was okay. Uh, Hillary's Swing? It was okay to pretty good, but they, there was a lot of that they were dealing with. Because mm. they had never, been, no one had ever been. And you can study it so much, but when you get up there in real time, a lot of problems happen. They still doing those trips
2: to Mars? Like, weren't they like selling Elon? Yeah, Elon Musk. Musk to Mars? Yeah, right? I think so. No one's ever been to Mars. Uh, no, 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 but they're, pre, they're booking they, like, them. Yeah, booking that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Didn't we talk about that like I last mean, year? I we should pre-book.
1: Let me look. Maybe,
2: tomorrow, maybe <laughs> SpaceX. Charge people. Maybe, maybe so. One look. of those things. I think
1: so, yeah. Elon Musk
0: maybe virgin says aliens. SpaceX, maybe maybe Southwest, are doing one of those deals. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get away. Uh, Elon Musk says SpaceX's first Starship trip to Mars can fly in four years, but they're not booking people on it. Right, oh,
1: maybe. I thought they were. Are you sure? I thought I Some billionaires like that. Are, have been able to reserve, I think
0: know about that uh okay I think that's all I was gonna talk about here what's up today with you
1: mm, I have like some a lot, several meetings and work like th- getting back into it S- some work stuff some like therapy type stuff and then uh, Caitlin's birthday mm-hmm. yeah what about you
0: uh, a lot of Caitlin's birthday today I gave her one gift this morning what'd oh, you get her uh, I'll tell you I'm not telling you anything until mm. it's all done
1: It was the first. Is it like
0: a? It's the first of four.
1: And they all go together?
0: Um, Not together, but they all just coexist. Okay. So, and I we already got her the dog. Yes. Which I said, hey, the big gift was your dog for your birthday, and she's like, oh, I'm very thankful. She goes, I paid for the dog. I did all the adoption fees.
2: She did. Yeah, you can't count that, I guess.
0: And I was like, wait, no. (laughs) So. She has a point, but again, it was just an agreement for a birthday we get a dog. Yeah, but I have her some some other stuff. I'll tell you off the air. She like the fire like, pit I like tomorrow. That's for Christmas. Yeah, did she like that? It's Her favorite thing in the whole world. Y'all use it. A little, Problem bunch? is, we're burning up all the wood.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. you need to get an axe and start chopping some stuff down.
2: You know, what my favorite thing is driving around neighborhoods and seeing people that have just like done cleanup in the yard and there's wood. I just throw it in the back of my jeep. I mean, you may not want to do that, but that's what I do. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Do you know yeah, it's yeah. for
1: your taking?
2: Yeah, it's on the right by the road. I mean, I'm sure they're waiting for a, a trash truck to come pick it up, but no, no, I'll take it. You just take it. Yep. You put it. Do you have a fireplace in your house? Uh, it's just a little pit in the back. Like I put. Oh, you a have fire pit. I put a circle of bricks, like in a circle, and that's my. my what? Pit.
1: What happened that one time? My memory is because this was years ago. I, I was staying with my mom, and one of her neighbors put a chair out, and I thought it was for taking Eddie, and I took it, <laughs> and then I think he. Tracked me down mm-hmm. or something. Amy
0: took the chair on the curb, and the guy was like, "Hey, ding, ding, ding. that was my chair. You took from my yard. He yeah. likes to sit out he there."
1: He called. And watch we the had a voicemail. Like I played something on air. Now I can't remember exactly what happened. But Eddie, it was not for taking. <laughs> well, that's like, what Eddie
2: did with golf clubs. Here, no, nah, I thought about it. I never took them.
1: Huh? You Eddie, just have to be careful. Eddie got
2: some new golf clubs for Christmas. I did. Daddy got new golf clubs.
0: Finally, he I came. He came over to the house, and we were hitting some golf balls. You know like when he calls himself daddy? No. But well, he is a daddy of four. Yeah. I know, and that's what they call me, so that's why I say it.
1: Daddy. I know. It does I get uncomfortable when Eddie says daddy.
0: <laughs> Amy, Eddie came over and brought his clubs and we were hitting. And when he'd mess up, he'd look at the club like, dang it, you.
1: Yeah, because clearly it's the club's fault. It ball. is the
0: club's
2: fault. I'm not used to hitting those clubs. I'll get it though. Dang it. It's not like they're left-handed clubs. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a little different.
0: All right, we're uh, we're gonna get at it here. You can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Bobby Bones. After you listen to this, Amy's Fifth Thing is up today where she shares emails from you guys. She addresses the show A Million Little Things. She talks about the book Brain Over Binge if people are studying with the, are struggling with an eating disorder and then asks Amy what self-tanner she prefers and uses.
1: Well, I think I'll download that right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quick one. Check it's, out Four yeah.
0: Things with Amy Brown. That's her fifth thing. All right, here is today's show. Bye, guys. <laughs> Hey, guys, welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. You know, yesterday we are talking about Ted Lasso. I said it's my favorite show of last year. Then Amy watched it and said the same. It's our favorite show of last year. Uh, The guy comes out and says, they're only doing three seasons. Oh. Which stinks.
1: I was already hoping for six.
0: Yeah, well, I'm ready for two, but I'm super ready for Yellowstone to come back. Mm -hmm. And then Ozark comes out. Mike, do you know when Ozark comes back? because they're saying now this is the last season and I like when they let you know because they know you know a lot of stuff's gonna be gonna be all those little holes are gonna be closed Mm -hmm. you like Ozark?
1: yeah I love it I'm ready for that you know what else I started I forgot to tell y'all about it's a million little things have you heard of it?
0: Oh, there's too many little, there's sorry. little liars, <laughs> a million little pieces. Pretty little Pretty liars, little things, pretty, pretty little liars. liars. I know, yeah.
1: I know, it's a lot. So but wait, which one is it? It's called A Million Little Things, and it was on ABC, and it started a few years ago, but I watched it on Hulu and caught all the way up to the current season, and they're on a break right now, and they'll. it's going to come back in March, which is what reminded me. So if you watch it, it comes back in March, and it's so good.
0: I saw a couple movies you guys watched. Let's see, number one is Midnight Sky. Is this the George Clooney movie on Netflix? Yeah, that's the one. And the first one that he has, his first movie he's done in like three years or something? Uh, yeah, four years. Good or no? Not that great. I watched the whole thing, it was very slow, and I like space movies, but nothing really happens the entire movie, so I don't think it's worth it. What's the premise? It's about him living on a remote station like in 2049... And he, like, finds a kid. There's another space crew. It's It like, feels like two movies at the same time, so it's kind of confusing. Did you guys see the story where the UFO went in the ocean the other day? No. I feel like you guys aren't as— Is this a movie? No, it's a real-life story. A blue UFO was spotted in the sky over Hawaii on Tuesday and dropped into the ocean. Okay. And I have a clip here that I'm going to play. I'm just telling you, you guys, you roll your eyes every time I bring up aliens or outer space or things bigger than we are. I think it's cool, though. An unidentified flying object spotted in the evening sky over Oahu prompted witnesses to call 911.
5: Something is in the sky. What is that? This video was taken by Misitina Sape. Not long after, a woman named Mariah spotted the same thing passing over Princess Kahanu Estates. I really look up. and then I was like, oh, started calling my husband (laughs) them because it was all in the garage. I was like, hey, come look up there. Let's let's see what
2: I see. There's too many instances. Well, do they find it? Like, you can go and look for stuff in the ocean. um, In the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, why not? I mean, they do it all the
0: time. Stop it. Anyway, I saw that. Bad movie review from Mike. Amy, you watched uh, Mr.
1: Rogers? A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. So Not the
0: documentary. Right, because I did the
1: documentary one a long time ago and then had started the movie one a while back but didn't finish it. For whatever reason, but we watched it as a family, and it was it was really good. He's I feel like I tried to pull from him, Mister Rogers. Like he lived a very intentional life. A little depressing, the storyline. But I looked it up. I didn't realize that that Esquire magazine dude was based on a real. I mean, I'm sure, I know it said it there, but I mean, it really was someone, he helped change someone's life that was literally assigned to write an article about him. So I give it four out of five neighborhoods.
0: Oh, that's good. Good, I liked it a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Mr. Rogers and Ted Lasso, very similar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie, you gotta get on this. I am, I will get on it. I'll make you a deal. I'll watch Soul tonight. Okay. And come back. If you watch an episode or two of Ted Lasso. You got it, I'll okay. do it tonight. All right, there you go. What are you going to say, Amy?
1: I just was thinking uh, when I was watching the movie, like, who's our Mr. Roger? Like, who do the kids have today to turn on the TV on a Saturday morning or whatever day and and hear about real things going on in the world?
0: It's just a different different environment with media. First of all, kids don't turn on a TV on Saturday morning and watch things live for the most part. Okay. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it does, but it doesn't at near
2: the rate that it used to. Well,
1: so who do they pull up on TikTok? and get- It's YouTube. <laughs> or There's YouTube. All, yeah.
2: Eddie, answer that. I mean, the last thing I checked, my kids were looking at some dude complaining about something and how he wasn't happy in life. So I don't know who that <laughs> person opposite. is, Amy. What about the kid <laughs> opening the egg? But, but, it, Ryan is fine, but I mean, like you said, he's 13 already or something.
1: But so. Mr. Rogers would take, like, this is a real thing happening in the news right now that's really intense and break it down for kids to be able to process. You know, like, who, who's doing that?
0: But now kids can just look it up by themselves anyway. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's just a different world. Okay. And, and the, the surprise eggs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ryan and his surprise. Is that toys. Ryan though? Ryan's I don't think he, a little kid, that, but he doesn't do surprise eggs. No, does surprise he? eggs is I don't know. They don't show the person. It's yeah. just the hands. Okay. It's very strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, picture it. Last night, I've on a pair of red sweats, no socks and shoes, no shirt. I'm in my kitchen, getting a little drink. I like to make my my grapefruit and sparkling water mix. Not, not too much sugar. But it's uh, water-loose, sparkling water, so it has some flavor to it. And as I'm getting ice from the dispenser, some of the cubes fall and hit the floor. Okay? Okay. So I stood there for a moment. I thought to myself, should I pick them up or kick them under the fridge? (laughs) I mean, picking them up is a hassle because they're all slippery anyway, and it's hard to get them back up. You can't quite grab the cube. It slides all over the place on the floor, and in your hand, and your hand's got gross water on it. How many cubes are we talking? Two to three. Okay. And if you kick it under the fridge, who cares, right? It'll dry up. Correct. That's that's conventional thinking there. Ice hits the floor. What do you do?
2: I'll tell you what I did after you guys tell me yours. Go ahead. Me? Kick it under the fridge. Never see it again. It evaporates, dude. There's. No, I've done it hundreds of times. That's what I do. That's what I'll always do with the ice hits the floor.
1: I guess I would kick it under the fridge, but at my house, our dog loves ice. So I just say, Cara, (laughs) she comes and and we'll eat it. But I've been busted kicking it under the fridge before. (laughs) And my husband gets upset because we have hardwood floors. And then. It could ruin the wood under the fridge, but I say it's under the fridge. Who cares? Yeah.
0: Well, eventually you have to move the fridge if it breaks or you
2: move. Sure. And right. then the wood's messed up. I problem. pick it up. I do pick it up. You do? Uh, I do pick it up. You were setting us up. So. No, I was just asking. I thought you were going to be a kick it under the refrigerator guy.
6: Mm-hmm. Honestly.
0: I pick it up and then I don't have to worry about did that
2: moisture do something to the bottom of the fridge or the floor, but it is Gross. And I don't like touching the floor. Yeah, I think everyone has to deal with this, right? Like anyone that has a, a ice dispenser on their refrigerator has to deal with this.
1: Or do you just pick it up and put it in your drink?
2: What off no. the floor? No, 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 no. Were you just running that bias <laughs> so if we judge you? Because that's what you do.
0: <laughs> do you do that really?
1: No, but some people might. Seriously.
0: So Lunchbox, do you kick it or do you let it? You uh, uh, pick it up.
3: Oh, I kick it. Are you kidding me? I don't have time to bend over and pick up ice. It's so much easier. Just a little tap. It's under the fridge. Never see it again you don't see that floor you don't sweep under the couch do you no you just kick dirt under there never see it again what do you mean you don't have time like, <laughs> I don't, busy, busy. I mean, you have nothing it, but time it, it takes more time and effort like it's going to take me an extra three or four seconds to get that ice off the floor when it's going to take half a second to kick it under the fridge so think all the ice you drop in your life you're saving probably minutes oh, wow. maybe hours on your life by not picking it up
0: have you figured out any cookie jars that you're going to reach your hand into after yesterday's show saying that your resolution was to get your hand in more cookie jars and make more money.
3: Not yet. I uh, went home and talked to the wife and she's like, I like that idea. I think you should look for some more cookie jars. So I am on the hunt for cookie jars, but I have not got any yet. But what does that mean? Like I don't,
0: everybody (laughs) wants to make more money and be more involved in things, but you have to make a decision about yourself to change for, for, for things to change. You have to change. So what about you is going to change so you can get your, quote, hand in more cookie jars?
3: Well, before I wasn't t- you know, listening to people like if they had business propositions or anything like that, I was like, man, I don't have time for you. I'm going to invent something. And so far, I haven't been able to invent anything. So if I need to get on board with someone else and they need help with a business, hey, I'm open. That's what I'm saying. Got to put your feelers out there. You're open for what? Like, Has what wisdom. do you
1: have to offer? Money? Can you back them? Advice? Wisdom? Like, what is
3: it? Expertise. Uh, uh, expertise. Wisdom. Um, I have... repeating what we said No, no, no. no. <laughs> guys, guys, I have name, recognizability or whatever you call it. Recognition? Um, Tell them that yeah, just they, like Exactly. That. That's what I'm saying. Like, I... <laughs> you... Sort of like like when you go to like um, is it Vince Young's steakhouse in Austin. Vince Young just puts his name on it. He doesn't really have anything to do with it. That's hey, if I need to put my hand in a cookie jar like that, he that's wants what I name. can do. Okay.
1: So you okay.
3: Lunchbox's steakhouse. That's
1: or lunchbox.
3: Idea. Or lunchbox's lounge. I mean, guys, there's plenty the of opportunity.
0: He's looking straight for alliteration. <laughs> or lunchbox's lollipop stand. <laughs>
3: I mean, I'm just saying, I have expertise.
0: I have. You say have, people have come to you with business ideas, and but you, you had, blown them off. Right, right, right. Past. Like, what was one of those past business ideas that you can think of? Good question.
3: Uh, one of my buddies wanted to open a restaurant on back in Austin on Sixth Street, and I just thought it was a bad idea, and they opened it, and they were gone within three months. And so, I was like, so, so you I'm should glad have listened?
4: No, I didn't, get, no, I, I didn't get in you on didn't it. Do I was anything. like, hey,
3: I've, in my gut, I told me it, it wasn't the right fit. So I said, nah. Sorry, smart. <laughs> I sent him out the <laughs> door. What,
1: you just said the old you <laughs> would get business propositions, but you wouldn't listen, and so the new you's gonna listen. But that's an example of you listening and then also listening to your gut.
3: Yeah, I mean, I listen to my gut. Well, maybe I'll be more open to it. Like, there, I was kind of shut up. I was Right when he came to me, I was like, eh, I don't know if I can trust this guy. Okay. But, you know, you should trust everybody and see what they have to offer. Trust you should listen everybody. to everyone's okay. pitch. <laughs> Some people, I wouldn't even listen to their pitch. All right. Okay. Um, so if you got a cookie jar for me, let me know. I, I do want to
0: check in on the cookie jar every couple of weeks. In sure. a
1: way, like, you know, you have other things outside the show. Like, you have Sore Losers. You have your podcast. Like you have That's things you jar. can put your time into.
3: Yeah. No, I know. Okay. Oh, trust me. He knows. All right. Okay. I put a lot of time into that, and I put a lot of time into this and that, and, you know, the, over there. <laughs> over there. All right. All
0: right. Let's go back over to Lunchbox. Apparently, he had to call 911, but this happens about every three or four months. Why do you think in your life you keep having to call 911, Lunchbox?
3: Listen, I just think I'm the man on the spot that I'm not scared to step up in a situation and try to save lives. Okay. So what happened in this situation? So my wife and I are driving to Texas for the holidays, and there is a car in front of us, and it is swerving all over the road. And I was like, man, that that car looks like they're drunk. And my wife was like, no, no, we watch it for another minute, and just almost hits the guardrail, almost hits the semi next to it. And she's like, I think you're right. I think they're drunk. So I call 911 and I say, I'm on this highway and I there is a drunk driver in front of me and they say what mile marker? Cool. They take my name and number and then I'm on the phone with them for 30 minutes going over which mile marker I'm at, what we're passing. Then they have me put on my hazards lights just so they know when the cop gets there which car it is to pull over. Guys, I was just I felt like I was in a movie. By
0: the way, that's the right call to make. Oh, yeah. for sure. Sometimes we think you're a little dramatic because the last time he called 911 because some people were having a little get-together at their house, and he <laughs> called, like, the Corona police. Oh, uh, huh?
3: yeah, it was a graduation party.
0: And that was the one we thought may have been over the line. This one, though, I think we can all agree. That's the right call to make. Sure. right? For sure. Okay, so... You call, you're driving behind the car, what happens?
3: And so I'm thinking, oh, the cops are going to be here real quick. But 30 minutes later, she's like, what mile marker? And I'm like, 122, 118, whatever, whatever mile marker I'm at. And we are just still going. She's like, okay, 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 put your Hesler's lights on. There's going to be a state trooper in the ne- at the next exit. So we cross under a bridge. The state trooper is waiting there under the bridge, sees me with my flashers, and he comes up and I'm like, yes, here we go. I'd already given him the license plate, the color of the vehicle. And the state trooper, I keep saying, it's the car in front of me. The state trooper pulls over the car next to me. Oh.
1: (laughs) it's terrible. (laughs) And they're sober.
3: I mean, I have no idea. They were just driving. They they had nothing to do with it. This car is in front of me, (laughs) swerving, almost hitting everything on the road, going over the yellow line, over the white line. I mean, all over the road in the state. I've been on the phone for 30 freaking minutes, and they pull over the car next to me, not in front of me. Was it at least a similar car? No! The car in front of me was white. The car next to me was orange. Did you call
0: back and go, you guys got the wrong person? Yes,
3: because they said, okay, well, he's going to pull him over now. Thank you. And they hang up, and I see him turn on the lights and pull over the car next to me. And I call him back immediately. I said, ma'am, I just got off the phone with you, and he pulled over the wrong vehicle. And she goes, I'll relay that to the officer. Thank you. And she hung up. And two exits later, the drunk driver exited the highway. Oh. Mm.
2: oh. Probably went home. Okay. So he didn't hurt anyone, so that's now, good.
3: As far as I know, once he exited, I don't know how far they were going if they were if they ran into something, but how how can I give you a license plate, a car color and follow them for 30 minutes and you pull over the wrong vehicle? I I just I was so I, it was such a letdown. I thought I was about to see the end of a great movie and then the movie just <laughs> blah, went splat. Were
0: you going to stay around and watch the arrest then? Absolutely. Probably.
3: I wanted to get out and <laughs> high-five the, girl, the officer so and be girl. like, yeah, dude, we did it, crime fighters. <laughs> but no. Do you, over. The...
0: Do you feel like you are a vigilante?
3: I do. I feel like a vigilante. I feel like I am a great – what do you call those? Uh, what are the cops, like volunteer programs? I don't know. Volunteer cops? Yeah, volunteer cops. Like they have volunteer <laughs> firefighters. I think I should head up the volunteer cops because it felt good, and I was trying to help people on the road because I am serious. Cars would pass me, and then they'd get up next to that car and see it swerving all over, and they'd fall back because they were scared there's to pass. There's not volunteer cop, right? No, I don't, I think, don't think so. so. Mm-hmm. Amy,
1: didn't you want to do something like As that? Neighborhood watch.
3: Okay, there's that. That's yeah. cool. Watchbox. Why don't you lead the neighborhood watch in your little part of the town? I could do that. I mean, I'm always listen. I'm always looking to help the community out, and I felt like I mean, this was a good opportunity. And when I got a call nine one one, I step up to the plate. They just dropped the ball this time doesn't that drug dealer live next to you oh yeah he still lives two houses over still yeah, still lives care. there still has people coming and going and I mean I, I don't know why don't you go shut that down yeah are you Whoa. want to sh- hey guys here I'll make a deal neighborhood justice you guys want it shut down I'll yep. get it done that's a guarantee <laughs> that's, that's a lunchbox 2021 guarantee what's the guarantee here I'm gonna figure out I'm gonna figure out how to get get rid of
0: him he's gonna put him away you're going to figure out how to get rid of the drug house. It's a couple houses down. Yeah.
3: I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll talk to some local people. What is these- he
1: Ruins like what if this place is being staked out and there's like a legit plan oh, to bring them down? For the right and then lunchbox, <laughs> lunchbox like ruins botches it.
3: it. Runs <laughs> over there with an L on his chest. I'm lunchbox man. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Look, he's been okay. living there for at least a year and a half, and he. <laughs>
1: what if it's an undercover?
3: <laughs> Go ahead, and then he's been dealing. And you're right, I haven't done anything because I. But you know what, 2021. You guys say I'm supposed to be helping the community. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna call the authorities. And see what I need to do. I'll call the okay. DEA, the FBI. What do they want me to do?
2: Lunch needs one of those like lights you get at Spencer's Gifts or whatever. You can put it in your car like a little siren. No, he so when he walks around, <laughs> he will get arrested. Well,
1: then he could have pulled that car over. Uh,
2: okay, let
0: us know how, how it turns out. Okay, I will.
5: The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two, 30 seconds skinny. Morgan Wallen's new album got leaked. He shared a video on social media, sharing that if his album is going to be leaked. He wants to be the one to do it, so he will be sharing some of the songs from the album in the coming days. Here's a clip of the title song, Dangerous. Nothing want to stay
2: right here tonight, cause I can be dangerous.
5: Lynn is releasing a new album called Still Woman Enough. It will feature artists like Reba, Carrie Underwood, and Tanya Tucker. It drops on March 19th. Carly Pierce performed a new song called Didn't Do. Here's a clip. And I ain't gonna go and tell you what he
4: did, but I'll tell you what he didn't me rock, hook me for a speed, man, I was stay home cause he wanted to.
5: I'm Morgan number two, that's your skinny
6: It's time for the good news With
5: producer Eddie Tell
4: me something good
2: there's a business owner in Arkansas named Ashley Ann Jones and she's watching the news and the news is talking about these food bank lines being really long because people are just out of jobs. They can't afford food. She says, I'm tired of this. She goes to the local Kroger and she says, all right, let's look around, see who needs groceries. So she starts standing by the checkout lines, paying for people's groceries all the way down the line. She stayed there for hours, spent $28,000. Wow. Buying yeah. Wow. How amazing is that? Wow. But, but they said, it's not the first time she's done this. She did this like a couple years back, too. She found ways to pay people's bills. She just does this. She says that it makes her happy, and she loves doing it. That's a significant amount of money. I agree. That's what it's
3: all about.
4: That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show.
5: Bonehead. Story of the day.
3: This story comes to us from Williston, North Dakota. A man sent one of his former co-workers a friend request on Facebook. Said, hey, man, want to be friends? Catch up. Guy denied the request. So the guy showed up at his front door and kicked in the front door. Thought he'd be a real life friend. (laughs) He like doubled down. (laughs) Wow. So the guy was arrested. Yeah, I was going to say what happened to the guy. Uh, he got arrested for breaking and entering and burglary and terrorizing. But they're they're in their 30s, guys. This isn't like it's like 18-year-olds. We're talking about grown adults. Is there a alcohol played a part in this story? Uh, they do not believe alcohol played a part in this what? story. Oh, 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 interesting.
1: Oh, well, drugs? <laughs> <laughs> Something?
3: <laughs> Mushrooms? <laughs> All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right,
0: this will be the iconic sounds game I'm going to play. All I've been told are, these sounds are just very famous, and just by hearing it, we should know, what it is, it a brand, is it, is it it's all op- wide open. Wide open. Okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Ready. All right, write your answer down. Let's go. <whistles> Hit that again, please. <whistles> I thought for a second it was going to be Andy Griffith's show. Sounds like it. Because it could
2: have been any of that. Yeah. All right. So you're writing that down? Yeah.
0: Almost was Andy Griffith. <laughs>
2: All right, if you miss it, you're out. All right?
0: Eddie. McDonald's. Amy. McDonald's. Lunchbox. I have,
3: I'm loving it, McDonald's. Correct.
1: Is that how we're supposed to say it?
3: I have McDonald's. I didn't, I, I oh. wasn't quite sure yeah, what. Yeah. All right, next so I up. I wrote them all down.
2: What?
0: Can you name that iconic sound? Amy feels good. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can,
1: can you see my paper? Yeah. No, I am typing mine.
2: Oh, okay. How do you feel? I know it. Good. Yeah. You know it. I know it. Pretty iconic. Do you know it? Nope. I don't think so. I'm guessing. What do you have? X Files.
1: Yeah. You don't know it.
2: But <laughs> no. <laughs> <Not laughs> it.
3: Dang it. Lunchbox? NYPD. Blue.
1: <laughs> what? Yo, this is so easy.
3: Is it Law and Order? Yes. On the count of three. One, two, three. Law and Order. Oh. I scratched Law & Order out. Well, you two have been eliminated. Great.
1: I thought you watched Law & Order every night or something, Lunchbox. No,
3: my wife watches Law & Order SVU, but I don't. So SVU is a little different. All right, number three, Amy, you and I battling it out.
1: Don't!
4: Don't! don't.
0: One, two, three. The Simpsons. Simpsons. All right. Number four. You've got mail. You've got mail. What? You know it.
1: I, I don't. I'm making sure. Oh, you don't it's have called. it down. Yes, I do.
0: Okay, one, two, three. AOL. Okay. All right. Iconic sounds game. Amy and I left. All right, go ahead.
1: Oh. This is good. I mean.
0: How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, I just have to make a, a, gu- a movie well, guess. Because it could be any big, uh, it's any of the big movie production companies.
0: If you don't know, you can go to Eddie or Lunchbox as a lifeline. You can't talk about it, but you have to go with their <laughs> answer.
3: Okay. Because I know it. Well,
1: I mean, I have something written down, but I'm not 100%, so oh, I would I would well, trust Eddie on what this. What do you have written Sh- down? Okay. I have written down Lionsgate.
0: Okay. Yeah, she needs me. Okay. Oh, you say she's wrong. Uh, absolutely. Are you going with Eddie?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with Eddie.
0: Go ahead. All right. It's 20th Century Fox. Well, I have 20th Century Fox. Oh,
1: yay. Okay. I'm still in it. Good job, Eddie. Yeah,
0: you're welcome. You didn't want to go on Lunchbox?
1: Did you have that?
3: Yep. (laughs) Well, that's rude. That's cool. (laughs) What'd you have, really? Uh, Paramount. (laughs)
1: Exactly. (laughs) Okay.
3: All right.
0: Iconic sounds. Next up. Right? Play that again. Why does that sound so familiar?
1: <laughs> I know, right? I, I have an answer, but I'm not confident. Wait, play it again. I don't know.
0: Uh, I'm going to write it down. How do you feel about that?
1: I feel like it's... I feel like I just am going to answer something, but... I know I know it, but it's, You can
0: go to Lunchbox. You've already used Eddie. No up.
1: way. Mm-mm.
0: He, he might know it.
1: He doesn't. Okay.
0: Lunchbox, do you know that one? Uh, yeah. <laughs> he <doesn't know>. Paramount. <laughs> 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 what is it, Lunchbox? Cops. Is it cops, Ray? No. <laughs> oh. I
3: playing slamming the jail cell. Play it one more time, Raimundo. I think that's a knockoff version. I I think I just
0: come on, think guys. about me too much. All right, ready, Amy? One, two, three. Five bone show. <laughs> the bobby <What>? bone show. <laughs> is it this is
1: the bobby
0: bone show uh Mundo, is either one of us right yes i don't th- a- amy what did you say i said netflix
1: <laughs> oh is it the bobby bone no show? it's netflix it's
2: gotta be netflix
1: did i just beat you at a game
2: no, it, that's, Why are that's, y'all looking at me? That is not. What do you think that is, Eddie? I know what it is. What this, is this it? This sound haunts me in my dreams. It's Netflix. Nope.
1: He said one of us is right. Yeah. So it's the Bobby Bones Yeah, Yeah.
2: Is. This is all my videos. Every Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> it is. leads into all the videos. Yes. That's B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b- why B-b-b-b-b-b-b-b- I've heard so it So you don't watch my videos. Oh. No, <laughs> I do. It. I've reposted them <laughs>
1: on... That is it, isn't it? That's it. Oh, pfft. I didn't beat you. Not
2: Netflix. Good it, job, Bo. I knew it was a my video thing, though.
1: My brain was thing, not though. going to our show. Play uh. that again, Ray. Yes. Now,
0: set
2: that, like, that up, yeah. Eddie. What is that? Tell me. <laughs> that's so in every Instagram video, uh, that's how it starts. Like, that's the opening slate. It goes, Bobby, Bones, gunk, and then the video starts.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it could have been Netflix, too, because I just have a video picture in my head.
1: Right. Wow.
0: Hey. And Good you job, Bo. Did you know what you just said before that? You're like, did I just beat you in a game?
1: Of course I did, <laughs> because that's rare, if ever.
6: <laughs> Got a little cocky I'm didn't sure ya. at
1: some point over the last 15 years it's happened, right? Oh, of course.
0: I don't win every game.
1: I mean, I have won.
0: Occasionally, Eddie wins one from me. No, it's pre- that's pretty rare. <laughs> uh, that's not true. Uh, thank you. I win. You know what I say? Oh. You're unbelievable. Oh. Are there any other oh, ones, right Yep. How many more are there?
6: Four more. Okay. That's Netflix. Netflix. That's, it, That's
0: sure. Sure. Netflix, yeah. Yep. That's a good sound. I like that sound. Sounds good. It's in the game. EA Sports. EA Sports. Yep. Like Madden Football, EA Sports. Yep. It's in the game.
1: Gaming. Amy. No, I wouldn't have gotten
2: It's that. in... Yeah. It's in the game. Madden Football 2021. <laughs> I saw a video where this, that guy, that voice, he walked around or something, started doing it in front of people. It was pretty yeah. funny. Touchstone. No. What is it? THX. Ah. How do you know that? I just, when you watch Th-H-X? movies. THX. THX. Remember that sound? That sound thing? Never. Is that right?
0: You could have given me ten thousand guesses. I wouldn't have gotten. That. Hey, I would have beat you. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have known that one. All right, one more. <laughs>
4: Roadrunner. Yeah.
0: Hey, good game. It's Mike D special. That is. Mike D special. You do one of these later in the week. That's fun. There it is. All right. I will hold the championship belt in the iconic sound game. <laughs> All right, I got an email here asking for advice. It's a tricky subject, so let's open up the mailbag.
6: Bobby's Mailbag.
0: Hey, Bobby Bones, I'm a huge fan of the show. I feel stuck and confused at the complexity of my current situation. I could use your help. Everybody listening? Yep. Yeah. All right. At my job, we've recently acquired a new intern to work our front desk. She caught my eye rather quickly, so I made an effort to get to know her. Since then, we've been chatting over text messages here and there throughout the day sometimes. The other day, I overheard my fellow coworkers talk about how the intern thought I was cute and had a thing for me. That's pretty stoked. However, the part I never saw coming is when they said she was a 17-year-old high school senior. <laughs> I myself am 22 years old, and in my state, the illegal age of consent is in fact seventeen. He's researched this. Legally, it will be okay, and I really do think she's fantastic. But somehow, <laughs> the whole thing really seems off. Mm-hmm. Would it be okay or appropriate for me to pursue a relationship with her, despite the fact that she is a high schooler? Thank you, sincerely, your friend and pal. I'm not going to say yeah, his name. His <laughs> name? Right. He signed it, but I'm not going to say his yeah. name.
1: Ooh. I mean, don't you see a really obvious red flag of why they can't date? A
0: couple things, Yeah. right? First of all, she's just in high school right now and you're not. And a, and if you have to even think about the term legal age of consent, if that even <laughs> pops up and like, let me check this to see. Get out. You should just pump the brakes for a second, right? Just uh, just hold hold off. Just because it's legal doesn't mean that it's probably right. So I'm still not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, when you have to look up legal age consent, there's already a a red flag. Secondly, she's an intern. If something doesn't go right and she's the intern and you are maybe not her direct superior, but someone who's not an intern, you can get in trouble at work. Oh yeah, for
1: sure. That was my first thing. You can't date her because she's interning at your company.
0: And
2: thirdly, wait till she's 18.
1: Right. Time is your friend
2: here. Can can he continue to get to know her? Yeah, of course you can be
0: friends. I mean, 22 is not 40. 22 is senior year of college. Yeah. It's still a stretch because you're most of the time in two different places.
1: Maybe she'll ask him to prom. Mm. (laughs) And does he go? (sighs) So,
0: is it legal to the state you're in yes it may not be legal at your job right illegal is not the word it may not be allowed right so uh, I mean I'm gonna say (laughs) you might
1: ruin your company ever having the shot at interns ever again if something goes wrong
0: there are too many red flags here for me to sign off on this yeah so I'm gonna go no with Two conditions that you can. One, she turns 18, and two, she doesn't work there anymore as an intern. That's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to hey, stop there. That's good. You could be in too much trouble in too many places, and it ain't worth it. Not for a 17-year-old. There you go. You agree, Amy? Oh, no, totally, hundred percent. Anything you don't agree with? Nope,
1: I agree with all of that. He can wait until she no longer works there in any form, or maybe she, uh, yeah.
0: She can, she can if she's eighteen and elevated to a peer. <laughs> then email me again. and I'll give you some more advice. Okay but until then for those, you need those two things to happen she needs to be 18 so people don't start calling you high school dater oh yeah
2: you don't want that name <laughs> and then you don't, yeah.
1: Yeah. why would you want that <laughs> and then yeah you're right if you ever have to google age of consent yeah it is just like wait. if it even pops
0: into your head yeah you don't want yeah it's just like uh uh lunchbox what would you do here
3: Man, this is a tricky situation. I know you guys want me to say go for it, but you got to wait till the day she graduates high school. Um, you can't be showing up to high school parties. You can't be going to prom. But once she walks that stage, that's when you ask her on the first date. I mean, well, you gotta. Well,
0: she, if she's an intern though, you can't because of work.
3: But once the semester's over, she probably won't be an intern. She's probably doing it to get high school credit, is what I would assume. At most high schoolers, you're not doing it out of the enjoyment of your life to be an intern. Uh, so I so would you're, wait. you're just agreeing with me. She needs to be not an intern and be 18.
1: No, he just wants her to graduate from high school. Yeah, I don't care
3: if she's 18. an intern. I don't care about that. Like, as long as she's a graduate of high school, that's when you can start dating. The minute the tassel moves from the right to the left, <laughs> and that so is even when— even
1: at 17, though?
3: Even at 17. Doesn't okay. matter. You're oh, an wait. adult. So if you graduate
1: high school—some people graduate at 15— The
2: tassel
3: moves, you date her The tassel moves over, I move in Let's be real If you're graduating high school at 15, you're probably not dating Because you don't have any friends So no, Amy, I'm not worried about that situation I'm talking about people that are the normal graduating seniors That move the tassel from the right to the left They're graduated, you can date them Okay, I almost said his name Uh, Guy
0: (laughs) Hands off, buddy that's and all. Just
2: wait, right? That's all you're saying. Just wait a little bit. Just
0: wait. And if she gets another boyfriend, who cares? That'll be over anyway. They'll probably argue over a TikTok. For sure. Who their favorite... Uh, Influencer. ...D'Amato <laughs> d- sister is. All right. There you go. That's the mailbag. Close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. Oh, yeah.
4: Whoa. The Bobby Ball Show.
0: Here's Amy's pile of
2: stories.
1: So Lake Superior State University puts out an annual list of banished words and phrases that we're all sick of hearing, and their top ones this year include COVID-19, we're all in this together. Oh,
0: unprecedented. It's got to be on there. (laughs) It
1: is. Karen. Oh, yeah. Social distancing. Listen, I'm not sick of hearing,
0: I'm sick of COVID-19 because I want it to be done so we can go back to our lives. Right. But we need to hear that right now. It's closing in on us here in the studio meaning we're knowing people people on the show eddie's had it yep we have somebody else with it i don't know that i can say who it is right now so some of our best friends have it now that never did it's getting close so
2: and
0: we're not making a joke about it but if we need to hear this right now i know i've altered my activity and have but even more so now What else on the list? Any fun ones? Well,
1: yeah, one that I've never, ever used. And I'm like, whoa, am I not with the times? Sus. What?
6: Uh, Raymundo used that the other day.
1: What does it mean, Ray?
6: Yeah, it's suspect, and it comes from the game Among Us. If somebody you think is the killer, you say, they're sus, they're sus, and now everybody uses it in everyday talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's short for suspicious. Hey, Ray, why were you being sus about Caitlyn the other day, and then we... Oh, I know what it was. She crossed the three-point
6: line, and I said the video was Sus. She didn't, right?
0: This is what happened. We were we all it's on my Instagram, go Mr. Bobby Bones. And during Christmas, me, Caitlin, who's my fiance, her younger sister, and her dad were all shooting threes. And we all had to all four of us hit a three to move to, to finish it. And so it goes to Caitlin last, and she's a baller, and she nails a three. But the angle looked like she had stepped on the line, and Ray's tweeting, that's sus, that's a. <laughs> So we had a different angle, and we zoomed in, and she did not cross the line. But that's right. So I like sus.
1: I think well, I'll now, start using it. I know. I, it's new to us, so we can use it now. I think it's sus season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Susan. Yeah.
0: All right, there you go. What else you got?
1: So I have how to get a DUI without ever leaving the passenger seat of a car.
0: Why would I want to do this? Well, you, yeah.
1: don't, you know not You just don't want to do this. Oh, okay. So a guy was driving in California and he got into an argument with his significant other who was in the passenger seat. She grabbed the wheel and <gasps> steered them into a tree. Oh. They weren't hurt, but they both were drunk. So the guy was arrested for DUI. And since the woman technically did some driving and steered them into the tree from the other seat, she was also arrested for a DUI. Wow.
0: That's unbelievable.
1: Yeah so
0: don't grab a steering wheel in a fight
1: Yeah.
0: here I read this article I'm pulling it up now car models with the most DUIs now there is a significant difference in car models that do and don't get them really these are all almost double some triple the national average what do you think the number one car model is for a DUI uh, a big pickup, pickup truck. truck yeah the Ram 2500 is the number one DUI truck, car, oh, truck, man. whatever. And number two is the Chevrolet S10. What is and, that, a smaller pickup truck? Mm-hmm. And number three, a BMW 4 Series, an Audi A4 at number four, and then a Dodge Dakota at number five. So you either have big trucks or fancy people with gel in their hair. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the two kind of people getting DUIs there. Interesting. All right, what else you got?
1: Well, Eric Church is talking about how he is hopeful and quite confident that concerts will return this year, but he thinks it'll be more like summer, fall timeframe.
0: Yes, I think so too. I, you know, I was reading that in the first three months after the inauguration, that the goal is 100 million vaccines because we're, we're not vaccinating at the rate we should at this point, but 100 million vaccines puts us January, February, March, April, Right. Like we're considering before we even send out the invitations for our wedding, bumping it back a few months so we don't have to bump it. Mm. I don't know if we are because we're at that spot that's, you know, right in the the, the hinge.
1: Right. Where it could be like. Where it could oh. be
0: good, but it, we don't. But why risk it? But then if we risk it, it's going to be right in the b- middle of the butt of summer. Oh, yeah. No. Like hot summer. Like
1: oh if you move it you move it to the like butt of summer sweaty but, like yeah, when, okay,
0: it, when like it. the sweats fall off the top of your butt into your pants well, why yeah. not move it
1: to the the <laughs> awesome part of fall like September
0: I think too many weddings then I think everybody's trying to get married you can't get a place you know oh okay also I don't think she wants to wait and I don't know. oh I know
1: yeah I know that would be really hard so we we'll are just
0: gonna get married and call it a day yeah. save some money I
1: definitely vote going. for not the butt of summer
2: yeah yeah me too <laughs> I don't like the butt of summer it's you know, you know, you know when you sweat and you
3: feel <laughs> that's like. That's awful.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes, we got it. Anytime anybody has an outdoor wedding in the summer, if he lives somewhere hot, I think, why, why, why would you do that to people?
0: It's pretty though. <sighs> yeah, pretty um, I love hot. I'm I'm okay Me for too. about of summer, and I'll cut the sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut the sleeves out of my jacket.
1: Oh, okay. Make no, it a you thing. won't. Yeah.
0: Why not? All right, Amy, is that it?
1: Yeah, maybe that's my file.
4: That
0: was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
4: With Lunchbox. Tell me something good.
3: Police in Ottawa, Kansas, kept getting a call of a woman walking on the side of the highway, so they respond and they pull up. And they talked to the lady, and her name is Christine Wheeler. And she's like, look, I'm just walking to my job. I walk six miles to the Love's truck stop, which is like a gas station. And then I get off work, and I walk my six miles of home. So that's 12 miles each way. Didn't have a car. So the cops got together, and they donated her a van. Wow.
0: That's great. And I bet you the news ain't going to show that. But we will. (laughs) We love our police officers. That's what I'm talking about. That's what it's all about.
4: That was tell me something good.
0: Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny.
4: The morning corny.
1: What have pigs been using to stay safe during coronavirus?
0: What have pigs been using to stay safe during coronavirus?
1: Ham sanitizer.
6: (laughs) (laughs) That's very good. That was the Morning Corny. In just a
0: second, we'll celebrate songs that are now old enough to drink. 21 years old. Songs that went number one 21 years ago. (laughs) Wow, okay. Well, that's one of these segments, too, you're going to go, dang, I feel old. What year
2: is that, roughly? You figure it out. It's (laughs) 2021. I'm so dumb, I didn't even realize that. (laughs) What an idiot. (laughs) Uh, A couple things. I want to get to
0: voicemails first. This is Allison from Texas.
5: I had a question about going through the drive through whether you should wear a mask or not. I haven't been wearing one, but I feel like maybe I should be. What do you guys think? Thanks for the advice, and I love the show. Good morning, studio.
0: Nice. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I don't all, I'll be honest with you. When she said that, I was like, dang, I could probably do a better job at that. Yeah. I don't think I do all the time. Because when, Son- when they bring me stuff at Sonic, I don't even think about it. Cause I'm just in the car and I don't put a mask on, but I should. And so you have reminded me, Allison, that I should. If someone's getting within six feet of me, I should wear a mask. Mm-hmm. They always have one on. Correct. They do. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. go with yeah, and I'm gonna say I've not been doing as, as I, I've not been leading by example in this case because I haven't even thought about it. I've been lazy. So yeah, have do you guys wear a mask at the drive-through? No, no, I've been terrible. At that. Should you? Yes. yes. Okay, just making sure. Ooh, that's a, good, that's a good call there. All right, here is Madison in Springfield, Missouri.
5: I was just calling to see what each of the guys' romantic gestures were that they had to complete by the end of the year. Love the go. Thanks, bye.
0: Remember like four months ago when I told you guys you need to do a romantic gesture before the end of the year? I don't remember that. Yes, you do. <laughs>
2: I mean, I remember you saying that. I-
6: <clears throat> Let me just check in real quick. Raymundo, did you do yours? <laughs> Yeah, I ended up getting a hotel room one night downtown and got some roses, put them in the shape of a heart, and ended up getting the hotel room at like 9 in the morning, so it was a total shock, and we just spent the whole day. It was awesome. You really did this?
3: Was yep. this the night after your wedding? It was her birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: I don't think that counts. Birthdays don't no, count. Birthdays, it's supposed to be random, Yeah, right? that,
0: that was the whole whole part of it. It was like surprising ah. them with random romance. <laughs>
2: Eddie, did you? No, yeah. but but you know what I'm doing right now though. Like right currently, I think she comes tomorrow. As I got her a housekeeper to come just clean the whole house. She just have to deal with it for one whole day. I think that's great. Thank you, but that's not. I mean, I'm you just, guys all forgot about this bit. We that sure is did.
1: not. That's really sweet. It's Romantic.
0: It's not no. romantic. It's very nice. Thoughtful, it's I guess. Very yes, thoughtful, thoughtful is a good word. But yeah. it's not
1: romantic. Dang.
0: Lunchbox, I'm assuming you didn't do it either.
3: Oh, no, no, no. I nailed it because, Eddie, y- y- you're, you're on exactly what I did. While we were gone for Christmas, I had the neighbor let in one of them cleaning people and clean the house. So when we got back, came in, and she came home to a spotless house because she left. It was a train wreck. That is romantic. And I got a piece of artwork that our kid made in uh, daycare. And I put it in a frame. That's that's very thoughtful. It is. It's a loving gesture, but it's not romantic. So oh. define romantic. Yeah, because like, I wrapped we- it up to her, gave it to her. I mean, it was great. Amy, define romantic. Oh,
1: I am not. I am the least romantic, but I definitely am romantic enough to know that this isn't romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something that's all about her, not the the home or taking away uh-huh. some of her, whatever. Y'all are being her. like cleaning's your responsibility, yeah, so guess what? More. I'm gonna hire somebody to take care of it for you. That's like, yeah, thoughtful but not romantic. It's like a, something where she can escape and feel your love.
0: Okay, here's the actual uh-huh. definition
3: of romance. Yeah, give it to me. Let's see. Whoa. What? I was just thinking, uh, I'm like, first. no, 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 because she, romantic, I think I did the cleaning because so she you didn't al- do the cleaning, no, no. She always complains how dirty it is. So I did no, something. That's very thoughtful. That's uh, very thoughtful. No one's saying it's not thoughtful, but it's not romantic. Okay. Um,
0: the The segment is back on. Oh, we got an extension for this. Well, and Valentine's Day is coming up on yeah. the fourteenth, but there it can't go. be Valentine's no. Day. No, so oh. you have to do guys. it b- before January thirty first. A Double Valentine's gift. That's a lot, Bones.
3: You guys are <laughs> you're putting a lot of pressure. I don't. You got to give me some guidelines because I felt like I did something. I thought I hit a home run.
0: Romance, the feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. Mystery? Yeah. The quality of feeling mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life.
1: Ooh. That's what I just said. Yeah, an she escape to feel loved. Okay. okay.
0: All
1: right. Listen.
0: You have till January 31st. Uh, it is something unexpected and romantic.
2: An idea just popped in my head. So I think I'm. You want to share um, it? Nope. Not, not yet. yet. Here is voicemail number three
5: Hey, guys. I suffer from terrible anxiety and depression and it was so bad that I wasn't able to drive for a long time and now when I'm driving and I'm listening to the show on the podcast it literally helps manage the symptoms that I get so thank you
0: Yeah, you're welcome thank you very much we appreciate that we love that we can hop into your life and hopefully make you feel good or make you laugh or or just feel something so thank you let's do one more here's Patrick from Mobile Alabama
7: Hey Bobby Bowen. I was just calling to give y'all some good news that you give us good news every morning. I proposed to my girlfriend last night, and she said, Yeah, You hope y'all's good work. I appreciate it. I listen to y'all every day.
0: Nice job, Pastor. Hey. Good good deal. I did see a video too on TikTok where a girl was proposed to and she is so excited and just screams. Here's here's a clip.
4: you told me not to turn around. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> ah, you're not. Are kidding. you really, really mean? <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? I'm really serious? Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> That's cool.
0: Right? Uh, some engagements over the break, too. Basically, everybody in Runaway June had a story from over the break. Yeah. So, first of all, Naomi from Runaway June. Here's a clip of Runaway June, by the way. Here's Naomi from R- Runaway June, the lead singer... Got married to a guy who was the lead singer of the group Boys Like Girls. Here's a clip of them from back in the day. So there you go. And then Jen Wayne also got engaged. So she married a songwriter in town. And then Natalie Stovall got engaged engaged too.
4: Yeah,
2: in
0: my mind, same thing. Like as soon as I got engaged, I was married. (laughs) Well, yeah. Like here we are, we're together. Um, And then Natalie Stovall, the other member, got coronavirus.
2: Oh, she's already (laughs) married.
0: Yeah, but two of them <laughs> got engaged, and one of them got coronavirus. But Natalie's okay now. Lottery's about five hundred million dollars tonight. Lunch you're in for how much? Hundred bucks. You already buy your tickets? I already bought them. Ready to go? Do you have. A, where Where do you go get your tickets nowadays?
3: I just still go to the outside of town and just buy them at little convenience stores and hope that they hit. And I, if it's a rundown gas station, I'll buy it. If it looks like a brand new gas station, just pass because it's not going to win. Why? Because when you see it on the news, it's always like Jimbo's Dine-Mart. It's like the sign's falling down. You never see. Brand new Exxon wins the lottery. Never see that.
0: Well, I don't think if brand new Exxon wins the lottery, that's much of a story, so they don't put it in. I think they do. They probably win the But same if amount. Jimbo's Dine-Mart does, it's actually a better story. <laughs> but uh-huh. Lunchbox loves lotteries. lottery. He's played all the time. Plays constantly. A guy wins $2 million using lottery numbers that he saw in a movie. Really? A guy in Kentucky got lucky playing the lottery. The guy won two million bucks. He says it's pure luck. He said the winning combination came from a movie where the main character wins the lottery with the same set of numbers. (laughs) Wow. And so he was like, I'm going to go bet those. And then he bet them. That's funny. We used to do a bit where we, we put 99 numbered golf balls in a dryer. We'd go to an apartment complex and sneak into their laundromat, put 50 cents in. <laughs> we draw numbers out, and then all our listeners would play that in the lottery. Oh, that's cool. So we'd have five numbers or so. And guess what? Once, we never won. Oh, yeah. Go. <laughs> somebody
2: won the big one.
6: <laughs> no, we never won. <laughs> I
0: do have this story. A married man has a lot of explaining to do. When he was caught at his married mistress's house by her husband next to a hole in the ground, that turned out to be a tunnel leading back to their, his house.
1: What is what? It, El Chapo? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he dug a tunnel from his house to his mistress's house. Mexico's what? famous for its network of secret underground tunnels oh, used, used by drug cartels, yeah. but the technique is also used to keep romantic affairs secret. This is a guy from Mexico who did this? Antonio, a bricklayer oh from <laughs> Villas del Prado, was having an affair with a married woman from the town's Tijuana neighborhood. In order to make sure no one saw him visiting his secret lover, the man started working on an underground tunnel that stretched all the way from his home to the woman's. Dang. He used his experience in construction to dig a tight but durable tunnel (laughs) that crossed several streets from his home to that of his lover's. (laughs)
1: This is crazy. crazy.
0: Once it was finished, they met in secret. Every time the guy, the husband of the woman, was gone to work. The one thing they didn't plan for, though, was him coming home from work sooner than scheduled. The scorned husband crawled into the secret tunnel himself <gasps> and ended up in Antonio's house where the guy begged him to keep quiet because his wife was in the next uh-huh. room and didn't want her to find out, which made the husband even madder. They got into a fist fight. Seeing a strange man beating on her husband in her own home, the shocked wife called police and then he had to confess.
1: Oh gosh, this just is it illegal to build a tunnel? I think like so. That, if you're not using it for drugs, yeah, though?
0: I think it's illegal. How do you say Jerry in Spanish? Gerardo. What is it? He, is it
6: Gerardo? Gerardo. Gerardo. <laughs> Gerardo. Gerardo. Aleman. Aleman, oh, Aleman. 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 <laughs> Jerry. Jerry.
0: Wow. That's that's extra dramatic.
2: Yeah. Because you know they ain't gonna last. What, but he the built that yeah. tunnel. The yeah, I know. But can you imagine buying that house, too, and finding that tunnel? But how like, many
1: years does it take to build a tunnel?
2: Forever. That's how dedicated he was to this woman. That couldn't have been years.
0: Couldn't have been years. Really?
1: Amy is fascinated
0: with some moving drugs, though. Uh,
1: Right when you said that, I knew you were talking about something in Mexico.
0: There's something Amy was telling me about called coffee thinking. Do you want to talk about this?
1: Yeah, so some scientist in Australia or something said that you need to just think coffee if at some point in the day when you're feeling tired. Don't drink coffee. Think it. Think about that first sip that you had in the morning and reminiscing about that, spending a minute thinking about you holding the cup will give you the energy boost that you need.
4: You know
0: what that sounds like? A big pile of crap. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I know. Did you try Why? it?
1: I tried it. It didn't work for me, but it might work for somebody else. And I, say it's the middle of your work day and you don't even have time to go get coffee. You can just think about the cup you had in the morning, see what happens.
0: <laughs> I don't like coffee. I don't like the taste of coffee. I don't like uh, anything. But what I'll do is I'll get a tea and really cover up the taste of espresso, mm-hmm. which is also even grosser than coffee, Coffee, but I'll cover it up to, tr- but I, that it's just a d- disgusting taste. I, some people that drink,
2: I don't understand decaf coffee. Oh yeah. Drinking it just for the taste. Oh, weird. it's like, weird. it's like drinking
0: non-alcoholic beer. Right. I was with Arkansas Keith and he was drinking a non-alcoholic beer. We were having dinner during Christmas and he was like, you got any O'Doul's? And I was like, why would you drink? that? Because I just like to taste the beer. I don't like to drink the beer. Weird. Unbelievable yeah. to me. But just to me, but also because I've had so many espresso shots, I now get headaches if I don't have them. I'll have withdrawal. So I don't think I can think about espresso and not get headaches.
2: Yeah, I think that's the thing. We're all addicted to coffee already. It's too late for all of us.
0: <laughs> you can go through about two weeks and have headaches yeah, and then beat it.
1: Yeah, well who I wants to
2: do that though. Also, too, own.
1: I don't think that they were saying to eliminate coffee. It's just that midday slump. You can you oh, you, don't you have, to, could done have in the morning? You could have had your coffee in the morning. That's <laughs> oh, what they want you to think about is in the midday. It. Don't reach for more coffee. Just think about your morning coffee.
0: Still sounds like malarkey <laughs> if you have me. <laughs> I mean, think about this. Kids who were born in the year two thousand will be able to buy alcohol this year. They'll be twenty one years old. It's <laughs> crazy. Born in two thousand. You know, for some reason in my head the nineties were twenty years ago. That's when I they weren't grew up. I know, but they were like thirty years ago. I looked up some of the highest charting country songs from the year two thousand, and here are, in my opinion, the top five songs that are old enough to buy alcohol this year that are twenty one years old. So these songs would be able to go to the bar this year, and <laughs> buy a shot of whiskey. Number five, it was number one for three weeks. The the chicks used to be known as the Dixie Chicks. Cowboy, take me away. Cow- Does that song feel 21 years old to you, Amy? Yes. It does.
1: I would have even said it came out late 90s, but it didn't. I guess it was 2000.
0: Isn't it crazy, too, that all of the good country, if it's on the edge, 2000 to 2004, and it was really good, we go, that was 90s, for sure. sure. Oh, yeah. Because, let's be honest, country kind of dropped a turd there for about 2003
2: or four. Yeah. I mean, I kind of stopped listening to it
0: at that point. A little bit. I I just wasn't inspired by it. And I grew up with it. Like, I, country music to me was the first music to ever talk about where I came from. Didn't always talk about how I felt because I was a kid. You know, I found a lot of how I felt in sad alternative music. But country music, growing up in a rural town in Arkansas, was the only music that talked about growing up in rural, rural towns, communities, mm-hmm. people that I was with. So that's why, to me, you know, having Napster, the 90s was Garth and McGraw and... Brooks and Dunn. Clint Black and Brooks and Dunn. Alan but, Jackson. But Nirvana and Pearl Jam. Yeah. And Black Crows. Oh, the good old days. The good old days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four, Faith Hill, the way you love me. There's
4: nowhere else I'd rather be.
0: Number three, Toby Keith, how do you like me now? How do you Caitlin's grandfather who lives in Oklahoma listens to the show. He's in his 80s. He lives in Vian Oklahoma or right outside of it. And now uh, he's like, "You know, cuz he listens now cuz I'm listening. I'm engaged to his granddaughter." Sure. And he's like, "You know, I like that show, but I wish they'd play a lot of the the, the old stuff that's good." <laughs> they were like, "Like what?" He goes, "Like Toby Keith." He <laughs> <laughs> wants some more Toby Keith. <laughs> uh, I think he even said Red Solo Cup. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number 2 Faith Hill Breathe. That one feels old-ish to me. Mm-hmm. And number one, I Hope You Dance from Leanne Womack. Wow. I
4: hope you dance.
0: I hope you At some point in our life, we all went, that song's so deep. That's, yeah. <laughs> we broke it down. At some point, we thought, man, she's on to something there. I should really should really take a breath. Probably, I played it on KLAZ because it crossed over. It's a big country song. Yeah. And then it went pop, and then I know some of her bandmates back in the day. And they were like, it was weird because people just started showing up at concerts that weren't even huge country fans. That song was so big. Wow, that's awesome. And then I think a bit from what I've heard, she started to not love all of the mainstream success of it. Mm. Because as a that song was what she was about, they started making like remixes of so yeah. I hope you dance. <laughs>
2: He's like, no, 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 no,
4: the
0: no. There you go. Those songs are all 21 years old today. It's time for the good news.
4: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
0: There's a preschool called Lynnhurst Baptist Church Preschool in Indianapolis. They have parents, a lot of the kids there who work as essential workers. And a lot of the families there even live below the poverty line. So thanks to this school's director, Renee Dixon, they all got Christmas presents because she took a second job working nights and weekends as an Uber driver to pay for all the presents. With most of the kids, again, not having money or having parents that were working as essential workers and not able to do the normal holiday thing, she said, hey, let me hop in here and, and do some stuff. So she drives for Uber, she drives for Lyft, she's doing this, she da, da 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 The story starts to spread. Then she got a call from Andy Moore Nissan and they say, hey, uh, we've heard your story we're going to give you a car. Hey. And they did. She was shocked by their generosity. She's thankful to now have an eight-seat vehicle (laughs) that can fit both her children and her grandchildren. That's awesome. She was driving Uber to buy kids' presents. So cool. How amazing is that? That's what it's all about right there.
4: That was Tell Me Something Good.
0: Call us if you want. We would love to talk to you. 877-77-BOBBY. Maybe you've never called the show before. Maybe you've never called a show before. I get it. It's a freaky thing. Sometimes when I'm calling a show, because I'll, sometimes I'll call into Arkansas Sports Radio. Still? Yeah, but not as a, sometimes I'll, uh, I used to prank call them. I don't anymore. <laughs> nice confession. Well, I'll call into this 1037, The Buzz, when I'm back home and just be Jim or Frank <laughs> and not mess with them, but just like want to hop in. Yeah. I still get nervous calling those shows. Do you say hang up and listen? No. Okay. I wait. They do that on a lot <laughs> of sports shows. <Yeah. laughs> I'm glad you guys don't do that with me. Like, Hey, Bobby, got a question. Uh, what's up with Amy's dog? I'll hang up and listen.
1: <laughs> what does hang up and listen
0: mean? It means they'll, they'll listen to your answer on the radio. It's like oh. an old school sports Isn't This is how they end it. End oh, their gotcha. call. It's like somebody in the, like Jim Rome used to do it in the 80s <laughs> or something. And then everybody still does it. It's old school. Um, but my point is, would love for you to call and talk to us on this show. If you have a question, we, we welcome you with open arms. 877-77-BOBBY. And and don't hang up and listen. Stay on the phone and listen, because yeah. I probably have a question for you.
1: We keep people on so long sometimes when they ask we a We forget you're still on. And then we go back, and you're like, hey, still here. We're
0: like three segments later, and someone's like, uh, yeah, hi, this is Cindy in Albuquerque. I'm mm-hmm. still here. Yeah,
1: I'm the one that asked the question. Or
0: we'll forget you're on, leave you on through a commercial break. We'll be having our own little private discussion
2: here. and <laughs> They chime in in the middle of we're like, do- you're like, supposed to hear that.
0: <laughs> All right, let's do the news. Bobby's big story. This actress Tanya Roberts, I knew her from playing the neighbor's wife on that 70s show. She was big in the 70s, too. They said she died, and the story is she's not dead. Oh. Actor oh. Tanya Roberts is still alive despite her representation confirming her death. Her, her spokesperson Mike Pingle told today and other media outlets his client his client had passed away at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. So they said their final goodbyes, and that was it. However, not the case. She was also a Bond girl. Oh, wow. Inside Edition was interviewing her longtime boyfriend when in the middle of the interview, he got a call saying she was alive.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) So she had passed, but maybe she just quit breathing for a minute?
0: Well, due to COVID protocols, he wasn't allowed at the hospital, was told she passed, and then found out later she did not die. Here's a clip from the interview.
6: Now you're telling me that, that she's alive? Oh, thank's the Lord. Thank
3: God. What just happened, Lance? What was what was that? The hospital's telling me she's alive. And they're they're calling me from the
7: ICU. Team. So the hospital just called you right now and told you that Tanya's still alive? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I'm so happy. How about that? Wow. Yeah.
0: Oh,
1: that's emotional.
0: I don't think she's doing great. But Not doing great is still way better than not doing at all. And there's no update, right? Like, she's still alive as of now. That story is nuts, huh? And how about the Inside Edition guy? Luckiest interview ever that happens during a camera rolling. Perfect timing. And, uh, yeah, we hope she pulls through there. All right, let's do another story.
1: Bobby's other story.
0: It's a love story. A woman who fell head over heels for her Airbnb host, despite their 27-year age gap, has got engaged just three months into their whirlwind romance. Mm. Now, here's the thing. He's 67. She's 40. I don't think it's that current. Yeah, sure. It's, he's older.
1: Oh, yeah. That's totally different than 50 and 20-something. Yes. Yeah.
0: They're making a big deal about this, but Angie Lucas from North Fort Myers, Florida, has been single for three years. Said she was losing hope, but to celebrate her 40th birthday in July, she booked a two-night solo staycation in a property owned by Dennis Weiss, who's 67. And they there, you know what? So, Why is this a story? This is a good <laughs> love story. No, 40 and 67? What? There is a story here. Go ahead. Tell me what so it is. So he...
1: Airbnb is part of his property, but he's and he stays on it to like meet the people. I think
0: some people do that. They oh, have yeah, like to supplement know. income. Yes.
1: Okay. All right. Well, I didn't know if this was his thing of like, oh, single woman. I, I don't know what. A, I don't know whose thing.
0: What a thing. It don't matter to me what the thing is. If
1: I deliver they found you breakfast love, in bed. They, oh. <laughs> I mean, what are his perks? I don't know.
0: I'll be arriving in a banana banana hammock at right? six thirty. To deliver you waffles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they bonded over their love of old school hip hop and rock music. Oh. Before realizing that despite an age gap of more than a quarter century, they had plenty in common. You know what? Good for them.
1: I love that. This is
0: just a good story. hmm. 27 years isn't anything if you're an adult adult. Yeah. Now, if they have a kid, that'd be an issue. Right.
1: And it's just another story of hope because she felt like she had lost it. And then it
0: feels she, like Stella got her groove back. Yeah, now. <laughs> she's forty, going alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do another story.
6: Bobby's other Big. story.
0: Chipotle launches cauliflower rice nationwide as consumers are cutting grains for their diets. Chipotle launched cauliflower rice in the U.S. and Canada, and so you can get that now to supplement if you're looking to eat a little bit healthier. It's not a commercial. I just thought that's pretty great. Hey, that's good. That stuff's really good. You know what I've been eating? What we've been eating? Because Caitlin cooks it. Is this bonza
1: pasta? So good.
0: What's it? Is it real pasta? What's yeah, it made it's out made out of-, out of garbanzo beans. Uh, I love it's, that. So too. it
1: has protein and it's gluten free. It's great. Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't know the difference. Mm-hmm. I don't eat a lot of pasta anyway. I love pasta, but I can of limit my bread intake. It's pasta bread. Yes. Ish.
1: Yeah. It, it's a, <laughs> ish. 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 Yeah. It falls into that. Well, well I don't want to get hit up on
0: Facebook for being an idiot.
1: That's, I, I know it's
0: bread-ish. Yeah.
1: That's so funny. The macaroni and cheese I made for her birthday is, I made it with bonza mm-hmm. pasta. Yeah,
0: it's pretty great. So we, we eat that a lot. And I don't know how much it costs. I don't know anything. My friend, my bassist in my band, her brother owns that company. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. And so.
1: Well, that's, he's not doing too bad, huh?
0: I guess. I don't know. I just got some in the mail. We that's ate it. It's pretty cool. It's great. Is it expensive?
1: I mean, no, I it's no, it's not like no, but it's every. I mean, it's a very popular thing. It oh really yeah, two ninety
0: nine. It's made of chickpeas, is what it is. What yeah, it is. Oh,
1: chickpeas. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, but it is fantastic. I encourage you guys to check it out. Um, That's the news. Close it down right there. Bobby's boo story Here's Angela in Springfield, Missouri. Angela, thank you for calling the show. What's going on with you?
5: Oh, good morning, studio. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> um, I am in cosmetology school right now, and I'm going to graduate next Wednesday, the 13th. And I have my very first interview today at 2 o'clock.
0: Wow, congratulations on all of that.
5: Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm excited to start my career.
0: So what's the interview about?
5: Um, so it's for a um, stylist position at Alta Beauty here in Springfield.
0: Do you feel like you're prepared for this interview? Do you feel like you're, you know, you have the credentials to go on and get this job?
5: Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> well, then I think you walk into that interview with the exact tone that you just gave me. Like, yeah, I'm qualified.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Yes. It, because people yes. want
0: to hear confidence. They don't want to hear arrogance. And there's a fine line. But I'd rather yeah. you you fall on the side of confidence with a little arrogance than the other way. <laughs> like if it were me, when I interview people for jobs... Like, I want you to be so confident in your work that if it does happen to s- scrape a little bit on the arrogant side, I can I can take that. If it's on the other side, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And remember, you got a blank check. You can fill in any, all the zeros you want as far as the amount of work you do and, and the job and career that you want. So, you know, go into this thing. And here's my advice to everybody when you do an interview. Ask a lot of questions. Flip it on them. Make it feel like they're being interviewed <laughs> because you'll sound like you are completely invested in what they're doing. They'll like that. And two... Like, psychologically, they'll go, wait, she's really good. She's asking me a lot of questions. I'm trying to get her to come work for us. So go do that. Go go be yourself. You'll nail this, okay?
5: Okay, awesome. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Hope you have a good day. Congratulations on graduation. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully we'll talk to you soon.
5: Okay, awesome. Thank you.
0: Bye-bye. I read a bridesmaid contract. It contains 37 rules as dictated by the bride to her wedding party. And I guess a lot of these stories are popping up to me now because I'm getting married.
1: You're noticing them more, yeah. <laughs>
0: maybe I'm noticing them or maybe the internet knows what to feed me. Oh, that's, what, that's what's happening anyway. with mm-hmm. that, yeah. Like, I'll Google a couple wedding things for our wedding. Like, I still, I have to call Kramer to come DJ out my wedding. I talked about it on the air like a month and a half ago. <laughs> you still don't know. And, I know, I guess. <laughs> and then I got to go find a band.
1: Yeah, you need to do that. I know. That's it's pretty close. I know.
0: So... But because I'm searching this stuff online,
1: this stuff is popping up. Yeah.
0: So, here you go. Some of the rules in this bridesmaid contract. Bridesmaids are forbidden from gaining more than seven pounds before the event.
1: Wow. (laughs) How can
0: they control that?
1: Well, they're trying.
0: They cannot intentionally get pregnant or cannot flirt with any male guests. What if you're single? Yeah, that's weird. That's what weddings are about. What
1: What if you accidentally get pregnant?
0: Well, that's okay, though. That's I not think you accidentally flirt. I think that's it. <laughs> Lipstick, colored contact lenses, false eyelashes, hair dye, all banned. And I'm going to say it again. If you're one of her bridesmaids, you already know she's like this. Right.
1: So, you might be like that.
0: Yeah. She probably didn't hang out with people that aren't like-minded <laughs> unless it's somebody from back in the day.
1: Mm-hmm. Or a cousin. Mm-hmm. Like I
0: got a couple people and I haven't, you know, announced who's going to be my groomsman yet, but I got a couple from back in the day that you bring back into the mix. Maybe that's it. Otherwise, her current friends know she's difficult like this. This is not also, this is not something that he's surprised by. You know, she didn't just, like Kayla wouldn't just turn into this for the wedding. Yeah. Right. Be like, well, you know what? No, she's the same person. She may be a little more stressed about it because it's a lot, you know, she's doing a lot of work on, on our wedding.
1: Either he just has to turn and ignore the fact that she is doing this, or he might be similar. Yeah, And be like, yeah, I want our bridesmaids to look a certain way. It's fine. I, I want my groomsmen to do this.
2: Or he just lets her go. That's like, probably what it is. That's what, what I mean. You. But
1: but you be you and it's that. You have to turn the other way.
2: Yeah, There's husbands like that.
0: She must be hot. <laughs> he must be old and she must be hot. <laughs> All right. There's that. I read that story. Uh, Alyssa in Arkansas is on the phone who has decided to call us. I'm very thankful for that. Hi, Alyssa.
5: Hi. Good morning. Morning. Uh, So, I am a foster home. We currently have eight kids, and um, first-time caller, I'm also from Arkansas, and I was just kind of wanting to get an update on Eddie and how it's going with his foster kiddo. I think he still just has one?
2: Two. Two.
5: Two. Two bonus kids. So, I just kind of wanted to see how that was going. Eddie, how long you've kind of been fostering now, and, um, you know, how it's going.
2: Well, it's gonna be two years this month, so that's pretty crazy. You got two kids, two years this month. Uh, we're looking at parental rights being terminated. August is the target date of this year. Of that this long? year, August. Yes, and it's and you gotta understand it's stressful to know this because at any moment, and we thought during the holidays we would worry that you know a, a caseworker would go to the house and meet with the parents and they'd have it just a change of heart. And for us, two years of having these kids. Ooh man, we're in that transition where this these aren't just our foster kids anymore. Like these are these kids are a part of our life, and if they get things change and they have to go back, it's gonna be bad for us. It's gonna be bad for them. I mean, the baby is all we know. He he he. he we picked him up at the hospital, so to him we are his parents. So it could. I mean, we've just everyone that we've talked to we're like just pray for us, please, please, because if anything happens, I mean, it could be pretty bad. So August is a long time to wait. But that's the topic. Didn't you think made. last year you would have got the kids? Yes. Yeah, and we thought it would be by now. But I, I remember Amy talking about her, her adoption and how long it took. And I was like, this is ridiculous how long it takes. And now I understand that this kind of stuff takes a long, long time. And I guess we just have to be patient.
0: What do you think about that, Alyssa?
5: Yeah, I, I mean, I completely understand. We have three adopted out of the foster care system. And then t- two biological, and then we have three more bonus kids right now. So I understand how long the process can be, and sometimes it takes years, <laughs> uh, which it can be frustrated. It's frustrating and a little disheartening. But we'll be praying for you, too. I just kind of hadn't heard an update lately, and um, you know we're kind of in the same boat, so we wanted to, to check in with you.
2: Thank you. Other than that, everything's great. I mean, I'm daddy now. Like, they don't call me Eddie anymore, which is a huge change. I'm daddy now to both of them, and it's pretty cool, and we're loving every minute of it. What do they think about flying on the airplane for the first time? Amazing. Amazing. So it was funny. On the way to Texas, we flew for the first time, and our five-year-old foster son, he's never flown on a plane, and every time he saw a plane in the sky, he was like, you think I'll ever get on one of those? I'm like, I'm sure one day you will, but he had no idea that we were flying. He gets on, and he's freaking out. Even the baby's looking out the window going, ooh, ooh wow, and that moment when the plane takes off and starts shaking, they loved it. Now, on the way back, it's like they've been flying for years. They're like, whatever, <laughs> check in back here. All right, this is my seat, Dad. Cool, all right, seatbelt. Not even looking out the window. Can you close it, please? It's a little bright. <laughs> I'm, not this. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is your second time. Uh,
0: Alyssa, thank you for the call. I hope you have a great day.
5: Yeah, you too.
0: See you later. <laughs> I did watch Soul last night. Yeah, come on. And so, Caitlin cooked... S- What's the Mexican dish that has tortillas and meat? <laughs> Tacos? Enchiladas? That's what it was. Thank <laughs> what you. are you talking about? <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> she ma- she cooks A-plus, and so she made enchiladas last night. Like homemade enchiladas, <laughs> sauce, everything. There's
2: cheese on them? Yeah, yeah, a little cheese on them, yeah, too. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know that one dish. Of course. And so, um, and then we turned it on, had dinner, watched Soul. Eddie said it was the best Disney Pixar movie ever. Correct. Give it five out of five. Yes, correct. Mike D watched it and said it was four out of five. Which, yeah, I have a voicemail here. Raymond, play voicemail number one, please.
5: Hi, I just wanna say usually Amy ruins shows by telling some part of the storyline and Eddie ruined soul for me. I hadn't watched the trailer, but I do feel like he pretty much gave the entire plot line and I, I feel like it's ruined now.
2: I don't even know if it's worth watching anymore. <laughs> Thank wow. you. Wow! Wow! I feel terrible. Okay, I didn't, he
0: didn't. You I didn't. didn't ruin it. You didn't, because the theme, the, the whole movie at the beginning, he dies, and I basically
2: it, just reiterated the trailer.
0: Yes. Yeah. And I was worried about that too. I was like, Eddie already told me, but he, di- but the whole thing's about him dying. Yes. And so that happens
2: in the first ten minutes.
0: So I watched it. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Well, what,
1: so what do you give it? Well,
0: yeah, five, right? I gave it three out of five what? saxophones.
1: Whoa. What?
0: It's good. It's not my favorite, but it's good. You're artistic.
2: Good. Like, The Zone? I, I figured you would be all about The Zone and everything that he was going through. I thought you would love it. It's pretty good. It's, huh. But it, it's very, it's for kids. Oh, I don't think so. See, my kids were all, like, spaced out watching it. Yeah, Me, Eddie I,
1: said yesterday, it's for adults.
2: This one's for <laughs> adults, I said. I liked it. Dang. I thought it was good.
0: I did think it was good. It's only an hour and 47 minutes, which is a pretty good length, and I give it three out of five. Wow, I'm bummed. I think Caitlyn liked it a little more than I did, but I don't think she loved it, loved it. I still go with Coco as the number one. Coco was definitely a close one for me. When it comes to, because that's about my life.
2: No. It's about me, and it reminds you of me, and that's why you like it. You watched Ted Lasso. And yeah, yeah I didn't like it, dude. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that was terrible. <laughs> no, no. I watched one episode of Ted Lasso. I didn't realize they're really short. Yeah. They're 30 minutes. That's why we said you should watch two. I know, but in my life, like, this 30 minutes is a win. So I got one episode in. So far, so good, dude. I think it's funny. His character is cracking me up already a couple times, so I'm down. Check in after a couple more. Yeah, okay, good. You really got to get the full taste. I mean, so far, the way they've set it up, Yes. I like it.
0: This is an unbelievable story. Now, this happened a few years ago. This guy jumped on the wheel of an airplane, flew over 5,000 miles from South Africa to the UK just by clinging onto the wheel. He was in a coma for six months. After the plane landed, he now survived and is talking. He was trying to escape some really bad conditions there. It wasn't even like a prank, but he jumped on the wheel. He survived 5,600 miles by flight, clinging onto a jumbo jet wheel at negative 60 degrees Celsius, which is negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my goodness. His name is Thimba. He's 30. He held onto the jet's undercarriage for the entire 11-hour flight from South Africa to London Heathrow in 2015. He was unconscious in the hospital for six months after he was discovered on the runway at the airport in London. After he emerged from his coma, he talked about it a little bit. He said he had tied himself to the plane with an electric cable wrapped around his arm, but then he passed out due to lack of oxygen. I'm surprised he didn't freeze to death. Mm -hmm. The 30-year-old recalls, when the plane was flying, I could see the ground. I could see the cars. I could see the small people. After a little time, I passed out because of the oxygen. The last thing I remember was going, yep, we made it. Can you imagine also waking up after five years? And
2: everything that's changed, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: Cars but still, changed. even it even felt like this
2: to him. Yeah, he's asleep the whole time. I'm just surprised he made like alive.
0: He was escaping South Africa in the poverty of their campsite as he crawled in with his f- into the wheel
2: arch of the jet. Like you know, he talks about the oxygen thing. Like he can't breathe up there. How did he just not Wait, breathe for that long? I guess there was a bit of oxygen.
0: <sighs> wow. But 5,000 miles holding on to an airplane. And Imagine how bad his, his situation was. That's what I was just that. about to say. Because it wasn't like these pranksters that jumped off the building here in right. town with parachutes. They were just idiots. By the way, anybody catch them? I haven't seen. Anybody know? No. 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 They jumped off, <laughs> no. apparently ditched their parachutes, jumped in a car and drove off. That's awesome. <laughs> Nobody got hurt. That's why it's awesome. Was it you? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's going to be on an episode coming up on my show. Raymundo's Instagram story last night had him... Looking over a Walmart, where they said there was a bomb scare?
6: Yeah, it uh, was in the parking lot. They shut down. It never is an empty parking lot, so we knew something was up. And there were five cop cars. SWAT car was in. Then we saw the news. It was a possible bomb. We had the binoculars out. We were watching for 20 minutes. Apparently, it was just a, like a seismograph, something they used. To, it's for earthquakes or whatever. But they were using it because they're going to be doing explosions to build. And they thought that it was a bomb. There was no communication between the construction people and Walmart. You know what, that thing does look kind of like a bomb. I
2: don't think so. If
6: you didn't know what it was, you would go, this is fishy. And
0: with what's happened here with the bomb going off downtown? For, for sure. Like yeah. every, every right to be extremely cautious. Mm-hmm. What did you think about it while it was happening?
6: Uh, maybe we were a little too close. That's what I was thinking when I was watching your Instagram story. I was like, if it's a bomb, Raymond Moon needs to get out of there. <laughs> but they didn't think it was that urgent. There were still other various cars in the parking lot. So it seemed like they were investigating and they were very close to it. And I knew they knew what they were doing. Amy, how do pickle Doritos sound to you?
1: No, I'm not good. I don't like pickles. You mean like pickle flavored? Mm -hmm. No, I don't. I don't do pickles. At all? No. I, I remember in sixth grade, I threw up a pickle after cheer squad or whatever I was on. I ate one at the football game and my mom was driving me home. We had to pull over. I haven't had a pickle since.
0: How am I supposed <laughs> to remember that?
1: She's Never like, that remember? No,
4: Because
1: I feel like every time we talk about pickles, I tell you about my pep squad story, but I guess it doesn't stick with you. But do they sound good to you? Yeah.
0: Pickle-flavored Doritos just went on sale nationwide.
1: Blech.
0: They apparently popped up in a few spots last summer, and I guess they were popular enough that Doritos decided to give them a wider launch. I Man, Doritos remind me of... Late teens, early twenties. Had them every day. I'd have a bologna sandwich on white bread and <laughs> mustard. I'd probably I'd take the crust off with my hands because I don't like crust. I'd smash the sandwich sometimes. Yeah. And then sometimes I'd put Doritos in the in sandwich. The sandwich. Oh, That's yeah. what I was gonna yeah, say. And yeah, sure. sure. sometimes I'd have but I'd have and then I'd have a three liter of Mountain Dew every day. <laughs> if that doesn't scream Arkansas lunch in the two thousands, like late nineties and two thousands, I don't know what does.
2: Pickled Doritos no-go? Nope. Eddie, like pickled Doritos? Absolutely. Yeah, give it to me. I like uh, pickled uh, sunflower seeds. I eat those today. So, like, I love that stuff. As you guys know, on Christmas Day,
0: this RV blew up here in town. It was a bomb. Just completely destroyed a block, a couple of blocks. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of damage done even to streets on the outside of that. I had a friend who doesn't live on that block, lives a block away and was displaced because the bomb was so big. So, luckily, those police officers were in there. And they got everybody out, so nobody died. The bomber died, but nobody died that was affected, you know, um, surprised. Right. They were surprised by the bomb. But a lot of people are out of work right now. A lot of people are struggling because of that bomb. And I have on right now Mark Rosenthal, who is from the melting pot in Nashville. Hey, Mark, where is the melting pot in relation to this RV and where the bomb hit?
7: So our location is um, at 166 2nd Avenue North. And, um, originally that's where they reported it going off, but it went off more like at 172. So we were maybe 20, 30 feet from where the camper was parked. That's it. 20 or 30 feet. Yeah. uh, Down the street. Yeah.
0: So so what's up with the inside of the restaurant? Is it completely demolished?
7: Well, uh, the, the front, we also own Rhodesio grill. So the front of Rhodesio grill, which is on street level there is completely demolished. The melting pot entrance is completely demolished, as well as the host stand, the downstairs bathrooms, and then the damage goes through the restaurant. The front doors were blown to First Avenue, which is over 200 feet away, and our back windows, which in in both restaurants were blown out. And then, of course, the restaurants, both restaurants flooded for about six hours until the water was shut off. Oh, because so got, of the explosion, we double duty. pipes were busted.
0: Yeah. And, oh, wow. So have you been able to go and sort through the wreckage at all?
7: We've only been able to go in twice for about 10, 15 minutes each time just to grab a few critical items and, um, you know, under the escort of police and fire. And uh, yeah, it's 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 a mess.
0: So what are you doing to help folks that have been affected by this?
7: Well, um, the the first thing we did is just you know start communicating you know exactly what we could do, and, and um, that included uh, that we we put together a, a, a I don't want to call it a party a meeting in the parking lot of the Titans to get everybody together to let we let them know what we were going to do, which included hundred dollar gift card to the Salvation from the Salvation Army for groceries and things like that and then we went to the community resource center and picked up care packages and brought that down several carloads of that and then um our managers went out and got some assistance from local restaurants and lots of restaurants donated food and assistance the humane society donated pet food for everybody and as far as the restaurant goes we're um You know, of course, uh, providing additional uh, compensation beyond um, what would have been, you know, what was going to be in their checks, and then uh, and covering everybody's health insurance who's on the program until you know through March. But the main source has been this uh, GoFundMe that was set up by some of our fellow franchisees at the Melting Pot and at Rhodesio. Um, which have raised, you know, over $100,000 between two, the two, um, which we've more than matched from the restaurant, but it it sounds like a lot of money, but that's like two weeks of payroll. So so that's why, you know, we're hoping if anybody is so inclined to give that the two GoFundMe's for the melting pot and uh, Rhodesia are still up and we are funneling that directly through to the employees.
0: If you guys want to help, you can Google Melting Pot GoFundMe, and you'll see it up there, and donate a few bucks if you can. All right, good luck, man. I know you got a lot of work to do. and hey, Thanks, Bobby. It'll be a lot yeah. of time before you get it all done, but I appreciate what you're doing for others right now, and hopefully um, if anyone listening to me right now wants to help, they'll Google Melting Pot GoFundMe, or they'll go over to BobbyBones.com. We'll put it up there. All right. Hey, appreciate that call, and hopefully we can uh, lend you a hand. All right, Mark? Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time. All right. See you later, man. I'll update you on my driving test yesterday. I went to take a three part CDL test, which when I went in, they were like, Which part are you taking? I said, No, I'm gonna take all three. I thought you're supposed to take them together. They were like, No, you can, but nobody does that. Oh my gosh. So I go, Are you kidding me? They made me study for three at once. And they were like, They didn't know. And everybody's wearing a mask. You can't see my face. And so I'm like, Cool, assignment. a little deal. I go back, I take the first test. You have to make an 80 or above to pass. Take the first test, 96. Woo. Boom! I'm like, rocking it, baby. About to be behind the wheel of a big rig. <laughs> 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 Come on. Which in the notes too that I've been taking, you're not supposed to pull. You're not supposed to honk unless oh, you have to.
2: even if kids are doing mm-hmm.
0: that. There's there's a little thing in there that goes, don't honk your horn excessively. <laughs> so I take the first quiz, 96. Take the second quiz, 92.
4: Woo! He's guys, on his
0: way. I'm gonna be racing these trucks. He's mounting down. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, and you can. And on the last section, it's 50 questions. You have to make an 80 or above, so that's 10 questions you can miss. How many do you think I missed on the, the last section? Two. More. Okay. Zero. Zero, two. Three. Three. I missed 11. I missed Ooh. about Ow. one question. Whoa! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Okay>. Dang,
0: dude. <laughs> there was some... wind, So I didn't pass the third section.
1: Yeah, because even when you were testing yourself, that oh, third no. section seemed to third be... Third section, I, I was
0: crushing. I was, oh, I was you doing, were? Yeah, that was the one I was making... I memorized every single thing I was given. But there was like winter steering questions and I was like, I never read this. That's important. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm only gonna steer in the summer.
1: Well, actually, aren't you going about to go yeah, steer? Like here it, in no, I'm not not
2: this week. Oh. We can't do the episode because I didn't pass the quiz. The last part. Oh my oh. gosh. Okay, so what's I missed that? Yeah, what's so what's the uh, what do you do now? So you, everybody had to fly it? home? Yeah, they had to fly home. Oh my I gosh. told them. I was like, don't don't
0: go to Chattanooga and wait on me. Oh. Like it takes people months to pass these tests. And like, no, we're going to go. We have faith in you. I was like, good luck. And I really felt like I was going to nail the third one, too. I got two A-pluses or two A's in the first yeah. two.
2: If you would have nailed all three, you would have been the first in history,
0: like they said. I, I, they didn't say that. Oh, they didn't say no, that. No, they didn't say that. <laughs> but, so, I'm, I mean, I guess I'll we'll do the episode later in a few weeks. But, hey, I'm off this weekend. Hey. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That stunk. All right, that's what's up. Hope you guys have an awesome day. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.
5: The Bobby Bone Show.